Bible study tonight. In the name of the Lord. Jesus Christ. Under whose authority. And command we stand. And on the authority and command of the Lord Jesus. And at the mention of his name, every knee bows. And every tongue confesses. That Jesus Christ is Lord. His master. To the glory of God the Father. I welcome you all tonight. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank God for another beautiful evening wherein we are gathered together again to fellowship one with another and with the spirit of the living God. Um, tonight will be a great night as it always is. And I trust that our hearts will be prepared by the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Um, tonight's meeting, I believe, will be full of power of the Holy Ghost and in much assurance, the assurance of the Spirit. And we're going to build up and carry on from where we left off in our last class. And before we go on tonight, I want to appreciate all members of the church. I want to appreciate all our, our mothers starting from my wife and all our mothers, Sister Eriti, Mrs. Okeke, Mrs. Makinde, uh, Mrs. Opoko, Mrs. Bambade, Mrs. Sonyaolu, Momin Baneme, Mrs. Fafiolu, Mrs. Oko, Mrs. Oke, uh, Mrs. Umweke, um, Mrs. Ebekunle, and all our mommies, all of you. Uh, Mrs. Makinde, I mentioned your name. We we celebrate you all. We appreciate the grace of God over your lives. God will continually strengthen you for us. As you take care of us. Because your primary assignment is to take care of your husbands and love your or love your husbands and take care of your children. That is the fundamental assignment of God for you. Any other thing else? It's not priority to God. But it can be useful to the degree that it helps you to love your husband and take care of your children. Now that is the fundamental assignment of the of 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 of, of the mothers as defined by God. I'm not saying by man, by God. And let's be reminded that it will not be will not stand to man to be judged is God. And the primary assignment he has given us or given you our mothers is to love your husbands and take care of your household, your children. And so you have been wired to do that. And that assignment is not, it's not easy at all. So tonight I, I want to primarily celebrate and appreciate you 
thank you for all you do for the children, for the family, coordination, everything. Sometimes you'll be tired, and yet you'll be cooking. You'll be tired, yes, you'll be thinking, you'll be tired, yet you'll be thinking for tomorrow's meal. Thank you. We don't envy you because you are wired to do that. But we appreciate that grace. We appreciate that, that dedication, that love that strength that only God can, can define and explain how it is given to the woman folk. We appreciate all our mothers tonight. I wish we were together, as I said, let's put our hands together for them, but we can um, digitally appreciate our, 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 our mothers tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes you might think that we don't appreciate it. No, really, we do. Sometimes men don't know how to express things. They don't know how to express it verbally. And you, women are verbal people. They respond to words. And men don't give too much words, except, except for men who want to play games. The ones that keep speaking, but we will learn, we will learn to do it well. Um, praise God, <laughs> hallelujah tonight. But we say thank you, and we are sure that in our hearts we appreciate you, and we'll do our best to voice it out. Uh, praise God, amen. We also want to appreciate our, our daddies in the house, uh, starting from Mr. Frank Mbaneme. But Emmanuel, to uh, Mr. Bambadi, Rotimi, um, the Biola, Rosondi, Rotimi, Rabenard, and all the men, Ra Philip. Friday. Now it's, it's difficult to call those who have not seen on the screen, but I uh, I know us all by heart. I celebrate also Roshini, Daniel Oko, Pastor Richard. We appreciate everyone. We thank you tonight for your, for your commitment to your wives. It's a commitment. Our eyes are single. Our eyes are one. I don't know why I'm going this route tonight. Anyway, it's church, so I'm not a global papa or a global preacher. I'm a preacher of a church, so I would appreciate us all for standing and continuing strong in God for laying the foundation to our families in righteousness. Be rest assured that the Lord is with you, helping and strengthening you. Because you are committed to feeding your family with what you do, the Lord will give you great opportunities. You see, in these times, let me say to us, it's a time of faith. We're entering a season, or we've entered a season where everything done will be by faith. There's no room for for games or gambling or just or just banking on government or and no, it's faith. If government likes or they don't like, we don't depend on them. We depend on God. So these are days where we depend on God absolutely, and it will come through for us. But when men say there's a casting down for us in the church, it'll be lifting up, be lifting up in the name of Jesus Christ. So when a time is of great spiritual experience, where we press into God as he confirms his truth to us 
and tours. Um, Father, we are already in your presence, hearing your voice, hearing your word, being strengthened and being encouraged, renewing our covenants with you, a covenant of service and dedication. Lord, pray for discernment, more about you and discernment for your word and your spirit. That we may perceive when you are speaking. And that will be strengthening to pinpoint when Satan is speaking. For until we know when you speak, we won't know when Satan speaks. We pray more for the spirit of discernment to identify your voice, your will, and your purpose. Lord, tonight, we identify your will, your voice, and your purpose. As we behold your wonderful word. Thank you, Lord, because your word will prosper with us tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Never say what may amen tonight. Every time I find the opportunity to pray, I rejoice. Because the time of prayer is a time of creation. Please note that down. In the place of prayer, things are created. Because prayer is a practical application of faith. The time of prayer is a time of creation. Because in the place of prayer, things are created. For prayer is the application of faith. Now, I, I, I didn't write that down. So I might I, 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 I write that down after this meeting myself. Um, so it's not as though anything I'm saying is something I've put to heart. No, it just came that way. So please note that down. And Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, For without faith it's impossible to please God. For they that come to God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. For by faith we understand the words were framed by the word of God. For the things which are seen came not only things which do appear. And so when we come to the place of prayer, we come to a place of creation. For prayer is an act of faith. And that's why I'm looking forward to a prayer meeting. But let's read tonight. Joel chapter 2. I read from verse 12. I'm, I'm going to read to verse 32. But I want to follow me carefully in your spirit. Therefore also now, said the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart and with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. Everything about those words means fasting. And people fast the mourn. 13, and, and rent your heart and not your garments and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful slow to anger and of great kindness and repented him of evil. Who knoweth if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him, even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God. Verse 15. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast. Call a solemn assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. That's the reason this prayer is for a sanctified congregation. It's not for mixed multitude. Praise God tonight. It says, sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. So elders, gather the children. So children and those that suck the breast as infants. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber. Those who just got married, leave, leave your honeymoon. Uh, there's a call. And the bride out of her closet. It means let everyone be present. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep between the porch and the altar. Let them pray. And the people follow them suit. And let them say, spare the people, O Lord, and give not their heritage to reproach, that the heathen should rule over them. Wow. May the heathen, may the heathen not rule over us. 
May the system of this world not rule over us. Yeah, may the God of this world not, not, not impose his system over us. In the name of Jesus Christ. Wherefore should they say among the people, where is their God? 18. Then will the Lord be jealous for his, for his land and pity his people as a consequence of, the, of their praying. Yea, the Lord will answer and say unto this people, Behold, I will send you corn and wine and oil, and ye shall be satisfied therewith. And I, will, and I will no more make you a reproach among the heathen, but I will remove far off from you the northern army and will drive him into a land barren and desolate with his face toward the east sea and his hinder parts toward the utmost sea. And his, and his sting shall come up, and his ill savour shall come up, because he had done great things. Fear not, O land, be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pasture of the wilderness do spring, for the tree beareth her fruit, the fig and the wine do yield their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he had given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down from you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. And the floors shall be full of wheat, and the fats shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will restore you to you the years that the locusts had eaten, and the cankerworm, and the caterpillar, and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you, and ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, that he had dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be ashamed. They shall know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. And it shall come to pass afterward, 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 I will pour out my spirit. Is I will pour uh, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon the servants and upon the handmaidens. In those days, afterwards will I pour my spirit and I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and the pillar of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great day, the terrible day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved and delivered. For in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance and their Lord, as the Lord has said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call hallelujah there's a blowing of a trumpet in zion for the congregation of the saints and as a consequence of the call that includes all from the old to the young to the children to the infant to everyone is this call offered. And as we appear before the Lord, there'll be a great move of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. Acts 16. Acts 16. Coming also Acts 16. The book of Acts, the screen chapter, I'll read just one verse, one verse. Acts 16, verse 13. Remember, we read in the Old Testament that the Lord called for a solemn assembly for the church to be sanctified. It means to be separated. It means this day should be separated for the Lord. But in Acts 16, 13, the Bible says, And on the Sabbath went, we went out of the city by riverside, where prayer was wont to be made. And we sat down and spake unto the women which 
resorted thither. Because at this time, there was no place of congregation. So people chose to meet wherever is, is okay for gathering. So in this instant, they were gathering by the seaside. And the purpose of the gathering was for praying. It's a prayer meeting. So God calls for prayer sessions. So I give us these two scriptures as a foundation for what we're doing. There are several other scriptures. So I, I said all this to let you know that this meeting is going to be a special meeting. Oh, many things will move. There will be rain. There will be the pouring of the Spirit. Oh, armies shall be sent back. Mm, there will be restoration. In the years that the locusts, the palmworm, the caterpillar, the 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 the, 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 the grasshoppers. Yes, Karoto Vedianga Disata Breketo Bregete Sister Bonda Karabusha. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's make ourselves greatly available for this meeting. And for for those of us who are not in Lagos, um like I saw recently on on the on the call, Sister Wahama. I think she just um, lost contact. Maybe she's going to come back. She can join online. Um, it will be streamed. Um, that's for those. Uh, the reason that is permitted is because you are out station. But if you are in station or you are you are within Lagos, make yourself available for that meeting. How long should prayer last? I've given us the first two points in our Tuesday meeting. First, I said the length of prayer depends on the leading of the Spirit. We see Jesus being led by the Spirit for 40 days to be tempted of Satan. Well, there's one thing we know Jesus was doing in those 40 days is that he was praying. So the prayer for 40 days was led by the Spirit of God. And Romans 8.14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So when we go to the place of prayer, we listen to the Spirit. Please, never forget that we are spirit beings. Never let your emotion override your spirit consciousness. I beg of you, never let the flesh override your spirit consciousness. First Corinthians 3.16 says, Know ye not that ye are the temple of the Holy Spirit and the Spirit of the Lord dwells in you? So the Holy Spirit of the Holy God dwells in you. Oh, what, what a mystery yet revealed to us. So never forget that, that the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And when, when, when things are steady, you have to pray. The length of the prayer depends on him. So there's no hard and fast rule, but by the rule of the Spirit. Number two, sometimes we pray as we determine in our hearts. So the length of prayer is also determined by how long we want to pray, we choose to pray. In Luke 6, 12, we see of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that he prayed all night. Now in that scripture we find you see, Matthew 4, 1, and now let's turn there in particular. So I can make this point again tonight. Matthew 4, 1, and then I'll come to the third point tonight. I'm going to close. Matthew, the fourth chapter, the first verse. Matthew 4, verse 1. Let's read together. Then was Jesus led up of or by the Spirit 
Now, the spirit there is in capital letters, so it refers to the Holy Spirit. If it were in small letters, it would, it would, it would, it would be referring to his own spirit. That means his own self. But now it is the spirit of God leading him. So the spirit of God led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil for 40 days. So we see the Lord leading. So the Holy Spirit can lead you as you pray. He can, he can, he, he, he can, he can order your timing in prayer. So when we pray, we must not close our hearts to, to the Spirit's leading. So how long should prayer last? Prayer can last for as long as the Spirit is energizing you. Number two, we can also pray by our own personal decision. And I showed us Luke's gospel, the sixth chapter, the 12th verse. Let's go to tonight, Luke 6. I'm praying in this season that the spirit of grace and supplication will come on, will come on, will come on us all in the name of Jesus. Luke 6, verse 12. And it came to pass in those days that he, that is who? Jesus. Went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. 13. And when it was day, he, so we see that this was the volition of Jesus. It was a choice to pray all night. He could have chosen to pray for five minutes or for one hour or for three hours, but he chose to pray all night. So prayer can also, or the length of prayer or prayer duration can also be a function of our decision um, to pray. Maybe one more scripture tonight I'm going to show us in this regard is Acts 12. Let's go to Acts 12. It's a story we all know. Acts 12, I read verse 1 to 5. You see where our choice is coming. Um, it's a story we know, but let's read Acts 12, 1 to 5. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. Wow, what a wicked king. But we know that what has happened here is the ministry of Satan. John 10, 10, for he cometh but to kill, steal, and destroy. So the only thing that stops Satan in his track from killing, stealing, and destroying is what? Church is what? Church is what? Prayer. Oh, I wish someone is, is, is getting ready for a prayer meeting. You see, Satan doesn't respect any title. He doesn't respect any anyone. He comes on all with the same vehemency. So he took James, the brother of John, the, the son of Zebedee. And killed him with a sword. In any case, in, in those days, his sword they kill with. If you are today, it would be gone or poisoning. But now with a sword. And guess what? And because he saw it pleased the Jews. I don't know why the Jews were pleased because James was killed. Why? Because at this time the gospel was spreading. And and we see that Peter, James, and John were the arrowheads. So he he, he wanted to cause instability among the, the church. So what keeps instability away or, or, or what, what, what stops Satan from causing instability in families is what? Is what? Is what? Prayer. He wanted to cause disarray, to put fear 
hopelessness, um, abandonment, when men abandon for uh, despair for life. That's what it causes. But let's go on reading tonight. And because he pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of unliving bread. Hmm. Verse 4, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. Now here I'm going, but prayer. Someone say prayer. Hallelujah, but prayer. It means when James was taken, there was no prayer. They didn't pray. They thought that James will be released anyhow. Uh, he can't do anything. So we don't underestimate Satan in his in his in his attempts. We don't we don't we don't we don't we don't. don't That's the word. We don't underestimate. We we do the needful because he only listens to the needful, and the, and the needful is prayer. You see, in the recent conflict between Israel and, and Hamas and Hezbollah and, and the Arab world, the U.S. has to send worship into the Gulf of Amuz to send a signal to any 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 hostile party that if you attempt anything you'll be attacked folks that's the only language that understands and the way we send the signal is by praying he enchants we release words and the greater words we swallow the lesser word for Dagon must fall before the Ark of the Covenant. I repeat, Dagon must fall before the Ark of the Covenant. In the name of Jesus Christ. But the church prayed. And how did they pray? Prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God. Now, the church assignment is to pray. And listen, one of the exercises of the church is prayer. Oh, should we? No, it's just prayer. It's, it's mandatory. It's not, it's, not, it's not to be... We don't ask questions on that. It's mandatory. In fact, if we don't pray, we must start questioning our, our Christianity. Because our Lord Jesus lived on prayer. How do you explain... When Paul says, for I thank my God, I pray with tongues more than you all. How do you explain? Jesus praying for 40 days and 40 nights. Praying all night. Giving us parable that men always ought to pray not to faint. That means the believer must, must love prayer. Praying by the word. John 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 15 and 7. Say, if you abide in me and I was abiding. So we are praying the will and the word of God. We're not praying to kill our enemies. But if our enemies put themselves on the line, God knows how to take care of them. We are praying that the will of God be fulfilled upon the earth. We are praying that, that the activities of Satan be exposed in the light. Ephesians 5, it says, Have no fellowship with the on." the work of darkness but rather expose them so god wants to pray that there's an exposure there's an exposure an exposure of the works of satan done in darkness and the light might truly shine this is the responsibility of the church this is where the warfare truly lies and i'm praying at this time for the spirit of discernment for us to begin to discern these things that we are saying and teaching in these times so the church prayed. I want to belong to a church like the church in Acts 12, where the church know the power of prayer. But not because of a mishap or, or an unfortunate incident, 
Now, we can learn from them. We don't need to make the mistake they made before we do the right thing. No, we can take a cue from what they did and see that we ought always to pray and not to faint and not open room for Satan to do anything untoward if I will pray. In any case, we've been praying, but we're going to intensify on the prayer. Praise God tonight. We intensify on it. In the name of Jesus, I declare tonight we are found perfect and complete in all the will of God. In all the will of God. In all the will of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. So we pray. How long should prayer last? I'll give you the third point. Prayer will last or prayer can be as long as you pray until you get a note of victory on the matter. Amen. I repeat, sometimes you keep praying until you get a note of what? Of victory. You know, when you write exams in school, when you finish, you know you are finished. When you're traveling long distance of 120 kilometers, you know, you keep watching the kilometer as the, the distance reduces from 100, you get to 90, 90 to 85, 85 to 80, 80. By the time you get to 10, 5, 3, 4, you know that you have, you have, you are done. You know. So if there's a way to know in the material realm, there's a way also you know in the spiritual realm when we pray. I'm going to a pattern here. So sometimes you need to keep on praying until you get a note of victory in your spirit. Um, and then, like I said earlier on, we are meant to pray always. But when we come to specific prayer, um, 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 request, prayer attention. Sometimes we stay on that point until we get a note of victory in our spirits. That is, you feel a rest, you feel a lifting, you feel light, you feel a joy. And then suddenly you start giving thanks. How do you know that it has come? You, st you start giving thanks. Even if you are praying in the spirit, thanksgiving starts coming in your heart. You start thanking God. When you begin to thank God, it's an indication in the spirit that is done. So you need to be able to pray until you get a note of victory in your spirit over the matter. Let's see Matthew 26 tonight, two scriptures. So that when we come to, now all these things I'm teaching, we're going to put them in the prayer meeting. There are things you're going to pray on until you get a note of victory. You don't stop. Hallelujah tonight. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You're going to be listening to the voice of the Spirit. And let the voice of the Spirit and the note of victory determine your personal decision on how to pray. Matthew 26 tonight. Let me show us something. Thank you, Lord, for these teachings tonight. Thank you, Father. Thank you, O God, for the love for your people. Thank you for the teaching of the Spirit. Matthew 26, read verse 45 and 46. It's a story we all know, but I don't want to read all. But the two, these two verses will explain a lot of things. Remember the reason Jesus came here? He came to receive strength to go to the cross. And he needed company and help. He called Peter, James, and John. But unfortunately, they couldn't help him. But I want to presume and say that they actually helped him, and at least in the, in the natural, he, he was seeing them around himself. He wasn't alone. At least even though he was still seeing them. But they, but they couldn't render the help they ought to render for him in the spirit. So he prayed. Remember, he prayed the first hour. He came, they were sleeping. He prayed for the second hour. He came, they were sleeping. 
and he prayed for the third hour. Uh, after the third hour, he came, and verse 45 says, Then cometh he to his disciples, and said, Now, 44, and he left them and went away again, and prayed the third time, saying the same words. Wow, the same words he has been saying. Father, strengthen me. Father, strengthen me. Father, strengthen me. Father, strengthen me. Then commit he to the disciples and said unto them, Sleep on now. See the word down? And take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into. Now, at this point, Jesus didn't want this to, okay, he knew it was the will of God, but his body couldn't carry it as a man. So he was praying that is there other ways by which this can be done without him going all the way to the cross? That was the battle. And Satan was there perfecting him, making his flesh so weak, tormenting him, making him see everything. So he was praying. But the way he got the note of victory is in verse 45. To sleep on now. And take your rest. Behold, the hours come. So that which I came to align with is been done. I sense it. I, I, I've come to a place where I've gotten the victory. Now I can go in in faith. That's the victory Christ got. But it, it took him three hours to get the victory. The note of victory sounded on the third hour. And the son of man is betrayed into the hands of the sinners. For the six, rise, let us go. Let's be going. Behold, he is at the hand and uh, he that doth betray me. So we see here that Jesus was now in total alignment with that which God is in. So he got the note of victory in his spirit that is done. He could go ahead. But it took him three hours. So when it comes to practical issues in our lives and that we need to seek the face of God. Sometimes you need to tarry in the place of prayer until you get a note of victory. And when you get a note of victory, the next thing is that thanksgiving begins to come out. That's why Philippians 4 verse 4 and 6 says, be anxious for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication with, because that is the hallmark of the victory of the prayer with thanksgiving. Amen tonight. So sometimes prayer can last for as long as we, we wait to get the note of victory in our spirits. So you can come to a, to a meeting of, of a congregation and, and yet you stay until you get your note of victory. That was what Hannah did in Hannah, in, in First Samuel 3. Everyone was praying and they've left. But Hannah remained there mothering on Paul a heart desire to the Lord. And Eli said, woman, why are you this drunk? He said, no, I'm not drunk. I'm just praying my heart out to the Lord. He says, well, the Lord of Israel answer your prayers. And surely the Lord of Israel did. We receive an answer when we pray. Tonight I'm challenging us to prayer. Great men of old did mighty things because they prayed. They stopped the mouth of lions, brought the dead back to life, preached the gospel, stood for righteousness, stood for the Lord Jesus because they took time to pray. I invite you to this time of prayer in the name of the Lord. One more verse tonight. I'm going to close for this session. First Kings 18. First Kings 18. I'm, 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 I'm trying to, to, to sensitize us as we prepare. Amen. First Kings, the 18th chapter, we read from verse 41, and then I will close. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. And so Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. What was he doing? Praying. The hallmark of a good Christian is prayer. Or let me say this. One of the hallmarks of a, of a, of, of, of a, let me say good Christian, 
Because most of a Christian of a Christian is that he prays. Because there's no good or bad Christian. The hallmark of a one of the hallmarks of a Christian is prayer. One of the ways we show that we love the Lord is that we are always willing to pray and seek to learn about prayer. And he said to his servant, go up now and look at what you see. And he went up and looked and said, there's nothing. And he said, go again. How many times? Seven. Now, we don't know how long he prayed. But guaranteed, it's not two minutes. If Jesus would pray one hour and come, there's a pattern they found in scriptures. So the seventh time, we don't really know how long. But if anything is to go by scriptures, the highest point is seven hours. Let's say, let's say it took one hour at intervals to pray. So seven hours. Just my conjecture. But whatever time it is, it took a lot of time. He kept praying. This, this, this is the point. He kept praying until he got the note of victory in his spirit. Are you following me now? So your prayers, there, there are certain prayer thrusts that we have to stay on until we get the note of victory in our spirit. He says, go again, and, 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 he, and he went again seven times, 44. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, behold, there arrived a little, see, now that's the, that's the note. There'll be a little witness of the spirit in your heart. Something will bubble like joy, like peace, like thanksgiving. That's when the note has come. That's when it, that's a signal in your spirit that it is done. Hallelujah. There arises a little cloud out of the sea, like a man's hand, and he said, go up. That's, that's the sign. So the sign that the victory is gotten is an inner peace that is inexplicable. He said, and the peace of God that passes understanding. Now, this peace will, will transcend understanding. It shall garrison and keep your heart. There will be this joy bubbling in the spirit. There will be this light. There will be this 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 freedom, the body will be lifted. You feel lighter in the spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So if you are on a particular point or request with the Lord, and you need to hear God. Guess what? Stay there until you get a note of victory. Jesus stood and got his. Elijah prayed and got his. There'll be a note of victory in your spirit. You will know it, that that is done. Abba Father, we thank you tonight for the teaching of your word. Lord, you don't do anything without a purpose or cause. We know you are teaching us to pray because you want us to pray that your cause be fulfilled in our lives. Lord, we yield ourselves to the spirit of prayer and supplication, the spirit of grace, of intercession, that we're enveloped. The same Holy Spirit that dwells in us will make requests, groanings, and intercession that we can't as we yield our tongues and our members. Let nothing be impossible for your people, God. We come to a place of faith and I will declare nothing shall be impossible for us. Or we shall bring praise to your matchless name. There's victory for your people.
Thank you, Lord, because we escape the corruption that is in this world through lust. And we escape the corruption in the world through lust. Thank you, Father. We praise you tonight. Thank you because you strengthen us. You guide us, you keep us, you shield us, you protect us as we dwell in your secret place. Thank you, Father God. We yield our days to you. We yield every moment of our lives to you. It will be according to your will. In Jesus' name we pray. A resounding, fit-filled, powerful amen tonight. Amen. And amen. I look forward to a great time in the days ahead. And it shall be the beginning of great things. And the Lord is set to do even in our midst. In Jesus' name. Amen. What a wonderful evening tonight. I appreciate every one of you. Oh, praise God. The Lord bless you. The Lord strengthen you. The Lord provide for you. The Lord protect you. The Lord guide you and give you confidence to face life victoriously. In Jesus' name. Amen. Good night, folks. God bless you all. We'll see you again in our next meeting. In Jesus' name, amen. Good night, all, and God bless you. Amen.